Welcome to the Dad's Rank Things Podcast, a definitive ranking of the most indefinite things. From the commonsensical to the outright outrageous. Just two dads speaking their minds or what's left of them. Welcome to episode 16 of Dad's Rank Things. I'm Jones. I'm Tyler. And today we got a lot of suggestions from our Facebook fans, so our lists uh, include those, including our top one, which is from your sister. Actually. Hey, good people. Good people. She asked, she's like, what are some top things that you learn from your grandparents? So there's a lot of old knowledge to be passed down. And were you pretty close with your grandparents? Yeah, three. I only knew three. Okay. So we got a grandma and a grandpa. Mostly though, the grandmas uh, they went out. Okay. In my so, in my list. So, so it's mostly yeah. from your grandpa then. Yeah. Mo- okay. The grandma is the uh, one I took all the advice from. Oh, okay. Just one then. Yep. Okay. If I had to pick one from my grandpa, that's not going to be on the list. It was that breakfast is important. Then again, he ate breakfast at like 10:30 a.m. and like it was eggs and bacon and sausage. So it, it is what it is, but it's important. As long as you put it on a sandwich, that's okay. For <laughs> that's me. your style. <laughs> my number three, I'll start off with, is that how to fish. So this is something that I learned from our grandpa Kermit. Before I was knee high to a grasshopper, he put a fishing pole in my hands and said to go fishing. On the farm where I grew up, we used to dig up worms as our bait. Um, So you know, I got a lot of life lessons from fishing. You know, patience, hard work, um, and you you catch what you eat, basically. Yeah, I suck at fishing. You know, I I I needed a grandparent to be like, hey, this is how you fish, because I'm not good. Do you have the patience to do it? Like sit and and watch it for a while. Yeah, I think so. Um, My my one of my grandmas was. You know, showing me how to swing a golf club, I think before my parents did, uh, she probably wouldn't be happy with the way I golf now. So I, she probably doesn't want the credit as my, <laughs> as my golf teacher. So number three for me is that a sermon shouldn't last too long. That's right. My grandma said that God stops listening after 20 minutes. <laughs> So my yeah my uh, my dad's side of the family they uh, you know they were into the church. Uh, my grandpa was a pastor. My grandma was like you know head of the choir. Chose the hymns mm-hmm. uh, to be uh, to be sung or sang each each week. So uh, she was very critical of the hymns that we would sing. So she didn't like whenever the sermon would go too long oh, from, her, from she, her own husband. You could see her like, it, no, I, I never got to hear him speak. Okay. But for the, whoever, whatever, you know, pastor was up there feeling her wrath was uh, 20 <laughs> minutes was there. him down. Uncomfortable moments came after that. My second one, my number two is maybe a little bit more sentimental and uh, maybe a wives tale. Okay. Seven up cures everything. You know, I had a headache at my grandma's house, you know, my nana. It was, hey, you know, seven ups in the pantry. Like, oh, yeah, okay. And my stomach's not feeling stomach, too good. Yeah, yeah, stomach, I know, yeah. Seven ups in the pantry. Right. You know, I'm hot. Seven, up. seven ups in the pantry. <laughs> huh. I'd never heard of headaches or fever I think before. she just said, to, <laughs> just to get me out of the way. You know, but uh, now I'm sugar. like, now, yeah, my kid's like, should I get us some white soda? I mean, that's my go-to if I'm going to, like, Cure the ailments of the children. Seven up. That's true. I mean, it is called ginger ale yeah, or seven I mean, up, I, so it cures I, your ailments. Makes sense. I don't think that's maybe <laughs> doesn't doesn't work. Well, also, we're having ale, ale today. Ale this, cures, is, this, this cures a lot of stuff. Cures a lot of good stuff here. That's right. Uh, my number two is also related to drinks, and that's coffee's not meant for kids. Oh, okay. When I was oh, about both number two and yeah, drinks. drinks. I like yeah. it. My uh, grandma Bonnie gave me coffee when I was about six years old. Uh, at that age it tasted like the dirt that you have underneath your toenails to me so still tastes like that to me (laughs) so immediately for like 
10 years or a good decade, I didn't have coffee again until I got older. I guess my taste buds changed. <sighs> they say that seven years, your yep. taste buds change if, if you're a kid. So I think they just die on your tongue. You don't you don't grow new ones. No, I think like die. you have so many as a kid, you're more picky. Then as you get older, like they all die, so we don't care as much. Science. I mean, that's that's my science on that one. What's your number one? Uh, my number one is how to play cards. Ah, and so I learned this from both sides, both our grandma and our grandpa. So everything from like Uno to Skippo, then graduated to more elaborate games like Sequence and Rummy Whoa. and Pitch. There's like 10 different ways to play Pitch. 4 point, 7 point, 10 point, 11 point. I mean, on and on and on. You can play with partners. All kinds of different ways. So card games is my number one is because it's something I still love to do and that's what I learned from my grandparents. Like old people love bridge. Did you ever play that? <laughs> yeah. I haven't learned how to play bridge. I don't know if I didn't have the patience or if it wasn't interesting enough. Uh, I'm not for sure about bridge. I feel bridge. like I'm what I actually want to learn how to play bridge. Just so you you can say you want to play bridge. I, I, I want to play. Like I, I like to win things. Yes. You know, so I want to play bridge. I just want to know so much. Yeah. I can say that's where probably my competitive spirit garnered from yeah, teach me how to play this card so i can beat people in it uh yeah number one for me uh was uh proper grammar a hundred percent i am grammar police uh it stems directly from my grandma and uh yeah i i i'm you don't want to like be my student my relative my player because i tell you in those times especially my my students and players like while you're with me i'm correcting your grammar all the way till you graduate then i'll leave you alone yay once again we're gonna go to our facebook crew for chiming in and giving us a lot of ideas don't forget to add your ideas to our facebook page and like us there of course but david adam came up with an interesting twist to laws uh so what we're gonna tackle is the top three laws that should exist but currently do not so we could add them. So if we put up a change.org petition Ooh. to say, hey, we need this law added. Yeah. If the Facebook game is strong enough from all of our crew, we can, <laughs> we can get it in the American law. For example, my number three, I'm going to add a law that says or states, if your car or vehicle has cruise control, you are required to use it on the highway. <laughs> sands, 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 rain, or snow. So required to use it. Required. Required to use it. Um, hmm, I'd be guilty of not using it a lot because yeah. uh, on the highway, there's lots of people who get in the way. I'll just say that easily. Yeah, that's okay. I mean, you can go, you can go above it, obviously, but if you have it off, right, and then you're going about 68, mm -hmm. and right. then I pass you, and then you're going 74, and you pass me, and I'm still going 72 at my speed, and we're just playing leapfrog, it right. really, really annoys me. <laughs> and I know that your 2016 Dodge Caravan has cruise control, so please just use it. It's a law. Uh, I'll throw, I'll probably, caravans will probably come with it, but actually not all new cars are made with cruise control. My mom just bought a new Chevy Cruze. It does not have cruise control. That's, the 2018 doesn't have cruise control. That's crazy. A, amazing to me. Yeah, B, that's why the law states if your car has it. Okay. I'll agree with that one. I, I, I like that. Yes. Now, how do you enforce that? Is, is you just pull them over if you see them up and down and all over the place. And if they don't have it, have a good day. You could do citizen's arrest, too. Oh, so I would, I'm calling out this guy. I would pull it's 911 immediately. I'll put it right on top of my car and make a sound. My number three is related to some of these things roaming around here, and that's a maximum number of pets in a house. Ah. So we all know a cat lady, and we make fun of a cat lady, but I think for all the safety of humans and non-humans involved, we need to have a cat cap. <laughs> what? So, so my, my, my 
square footage, so you have one pet per 200 square feet in the home. Okay. So that allows flexibility, so if you have a 2,000 square foot home, you're allowed up to 10 pets. If you get past that, that's where you get penalized. What about those that claim that they're outdoor pets? If they're outdoor all the time, perhaps. But still, you get stuff square footage, so if your yard is small, are we moving 200 your, square feet, one does pet the per law work feet. different? Uh, does the law work differently with acreage? <laughs> square feet and acreage would convert, yes. As far as what that converts to, I have no idea. I think it's 200, 200 Do I need my engineering and law degree and some other... I don't Bring know, out the protractors. Landscaping degree to be able to figure out this convert, convert them all. Yes. I kind of agree with this one though. I kind of you can have too many, right? In fact, I was saving this for later, but I think it pertains now to yours. Okay. In the state, I'm going to get this. I'm going to get this right. In the state of Illinois, it's a crime to possess more than six hundred dollars worth of salamanders. What's the dollar? That's about 75 plus salamanders oh, in your possession. Holy cow. According, okay. to, according to fair market value. Like, <laughs> is that salamander meat or just live salamanders? <laughs> it didn't state. Hmm, 75 salamanders I think is a good cap. Okay, that, that, for, sounds, for that, that sounds good. Reptile. Anything more than 75, you're a weird cat. <laughs> and, and I don't mean cat by the no animal. No pun intended. <laughs> number two for you. All right, my number two, minimum age for space travel. So, if you think being on a plane what? with a baby is horrible, think about going into orbit with a crying baby. Hmm. That's the reason why so, you So, don't... you're saying it's coming? It's coming. Yeah, space travel, commercial space travel is actually coming within the next few years. They're going to start allowing people in, onto the ISS, the International Space Station. So, you don't want to be stuck there with some weird seven-year-old who eats their boogers. I mean, <laughs> there, there needs to be a minimum age limit on space travel. So, rich, rich people can't take their kids. It's just older adults only. I like this one a lot. Uh, I think it's 16, right? If you yeah. can drive a car, you can go to space. Yeah. Oh, okay. Fair enough. So you're not going to 18. I like the 16. 16. Yeah, you're able to do that. Uh, and then we'll see how the 16-year-olds behave. Maybe we lower it to 15 <laughs> or something, you know? Give the kids some experience in the space. Yeah, 15-year-olds would I would something. go. I'm a space nerd. You go to space? Yes, I would go to space. Other than being scared out of my gourd, I would go to space for sure. I think it's all right if you stay within vehicles. You stay within a rocket. You stay within the ISS. Spacewalks are the. Scary I just have shit. to. It's like flying. I just have to have someone come back from space and say like, "Hey, man, it's right? nothing, man. Like, you know, I flew to Vegas. So we'll be fine." I'm like, "Okay, I'll fly. How hard could it be?" That's true. I need that. Yeah. I need that. Uh, just minimal training. That safety net. Uh, so my number two. Uh, is never going to happen because we're evolving this way really quickly. But I think talk to text in public should be banned. Talk to text. So you're talking to your phone and it writes out the text message. Yeah, when people do this. You right. Know, like, yeah, so I could go over to your house, dot, 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 <laughs> but it's at five, period. I would rather go at six, period. So... Like, just call them or text it because there's people around you. It's just, it's, it's just annoying. It's not normal to hear that. So maybe I'm being nitpicky here, but uh, I'm just, I'm hoping and wishing this is not going to happen. You do it in your privacy of your home or in your office or whatever, but not in public. Now, you're from a, you around college kids a lot more. So yeah. is it more frequent with college kids than it is for older adults? Uh, it's most frequent with my wife. Oh, <laughs> first she talks. That's the reason why it's she does talk to text everywhere all the time. It's half the time I'm like, "What'd you say? No, not talking to me. No. Okay. 
What is that you do with it? So no, talk to te talk to text. Just right. for your own sanity is the reason why. Yeah, but uh, kids. No, I think we might have talked about this on the show before. But kids FaceTime the hell out of FaceTime. Mm -hmm. I mean, they don't call. They don't talk to text. It's FaceTime. They're right. not. They don't even look at each other. They, it's just on. <laughs> yeah, and it's like around, my yeah. eyeball and my hair. And then they're like, Yeah, okay, I'll see you in class. Like you're just seeing them right now. Like. I don't know. That's a great impersonation, by the way. Thanks, thanks. Appreciate that. Um, so the one thing that I liked about uh, you, our, our viewer and listener on, on Facebook especially, was that most of the laws created by our Facebook users, they gave the punishment. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we didn't, we didn't go that far, That's but true. I tried to come up with a punishment for my last one. So my last one is basically if a DJ does not respect a couple's do not playlist at a wedding, they should be uh, punished at the wedding reception. They should be punished by like dancing with Big Aunt, Aunt Fanny or like something weird. License revoked. Right? License D revoked. DJ, no license more revoked. DJ. Uh, this is a very important night for those two people. So I'm saying, you know, most important night and, and yeah. definitely most impor important party of their lives. Yeah. And they, they don't want a third party ruining uh, their party. So Did this happen to you? Yeah, it did yeah. happen to me twice. Twice, see what in I mean? Same, like, I, I don't understand it. So, and, and I'm pretty sure, like the last reception I attended, it, it happened. So, it just why are we doing it? If it was, let's make it a law, get it strict, and follow the rules, DJs. I wholeheartedly agree with this one. What, what songs were on your do not playlist? Well, here was my issue. I gave, I created a playlist to to play during like the cocktail hour. Right. The right tone of music is yeah. very important to me. They never even opened Just, that list and they were playing like songs that would have been on a do not playlist during the like meal even. Like huh. salad, people are eating salad and playing like the cha-cha slide. <laughs> like what are we doing? Cha-cha slide was on my do not playlist, which got played twice. There you in, go. In my wedding night. That was just my example, so who knew? They say a happy wife equals a happy life, right? Yeah. And if you get started on the wrong foot with the music choices, that's, that's just wrong bad. foot, dancing. <laughs> uh, my number one is once again related to driving. So I think there should be a maximum age limit on driving a car. So Ooh. space minimum, driving a car maximum. So once you get past 85, you know, you start to have health conditions, your vision okay. goes bad, your reaction time goes slower. Okay. In fact, fatal crashes per mile drive is highest for those who are 85 and older. So okay. I'd like to set a maximum cap at 85 years per, per, per <laughs> So I'd like to set a maximum cap of 85 years old to drive a car. No testing, no renewal, whatever, 85, you're done. That gives you a good 70 years behind the wheel and you're not leading to more fatal crashes. So it's for the safety of everybody involved, not just those who are 85 and older, but everyone on the road. So I actually thought about something similar for this uh, topic. How old should someone be when they stop driving? But then I thought, damn it, when I'm 85, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be out there balling, I'm be like driving around, waving at everybody. You know, I'm gonna be going about 25. So deal with it. But think about this: whenever you're 85, self-driving cars are gonna be there, right? Surely we're in flying cars by that time that are going to be autopiloted. By the time we're reached I'm, I'm a soccer coach. I don't make any money. I can't afford these self-driving cars. I'm going to be driving like, like a 2027 Buick in like 2042, okay? So I'm, I, that's me, man. I'm telling you. I can't make this law because I'm going to be driving. And you're going to kill somebody. No, and I'm going too slow. I'm going to. I enjoy. I'm enjoying life. 
So that's what I'm not. I'm, I'm not driving around to like get places quickly. I'm driving around to, you know, pimp out my Buick and wave at the honeys. As long as you're not texting while driving. I know. Definitely not talk to text. Yay! So just recently, the famous saying, the best two words in sports are Game 7, was used because we had a Game 7 in the Stanley Cup Finals. So we decided to figure out what the worst two words in sports is. Not the best two words, but the worst two words. Um, for me, a lot of these were cliches uh, and unexciting for me. How did you categorize your list? Um, detrimental, embarrassing, unwanted. Okay. That's good. That's good. That's good. Three words there for that. Uh, so my my number three is the charity stripe. So this is used by like sports cast, this is used by sportscasters a lot, but nobody who plays basketball uses this phrasing. Like true charity. What charity are you donating to? And nobody uses the word stripe except for maybe fashion designers. So there's two words that you never use in real life. And again, basketball players don't use this, so I call it a charity stripe. People tuning in to basketball for the first time have no idea what you're talking about. They might, it is a weird uh, phrase, but basically they're saying, you know, because you fouled, you're just donating points to the other team. Now they do call it a free throw, but I think <laughs> it's, it's free, free because you're not guarded. Charity ensues that somebody is benefiting well, from this. The free throw should be benefiting, we hope. <laughs> should, yeah, we hope. Be, yeah. I mean, not in today's NBA. It's just like Steph Curry shoots like 100% and then the rest of the league shoots like 50. Yeah. So that, that's a good start. Um, my number three worst two words in sports is uh, the wave. The wow. Like, look, a couple times in my life I've been excited for the wave. Most of the time I find it laborious. Ooh. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I don't want to do it, okay? It's, it seems like a job to me. Uh, I was at a game... Recently, it was a baseball game. It was, it was a St. Louis Cardinals game. There was maybe, I don't know, like 17,000 people at the game. It rained all day, so no one really wanted to go. And yet, the section next to me, they tried to start the wave. And I just looked and I, was, I almost like, I might have made eye contact with someone. I was like, no, we're not doing this right now. So I, th I think in small quantities, the wave is a good thing. It, it produces a... Um, that's the word I'm looking for. Uh, camaraderie between all fans to partake in one certain cheer. But if you do it more than, I would say, a two per game, then it's a little bit Or, like, if there's not a lot of people at the game, we shouldn't be doing <laughs> it. That's true. I mean, it could what, be more profound, though. Yeah. you got two people in the stands, everybody does it. 100% participation. So, I'm yeah, I'm just never a fan, really. Um, as I said, if I had to do it, I'll do it. But it's, it's one of my worst two worst words in sports. Uh, my number two is John Rocker. <laughs> Yes, the racist relief pitcher. Let's be honest. Once, uh, once his glory was over and he started, you know, hating everyone in the world, no one wanted him on their team anymore. He's like one of the most hated guys in sports history. Um, so I tried to think of other people. I don't know, maybe you prefer someone else. That would be another good list, though, is the three most hated people of sports in our lifetimes. So you put, obviously, you made your... Yeah. Worst two words, so I, he's probably high up on your list. I was list. trying to think, like, who else could I put on there? John Rocker, he's, he's pretty wow. high up there. Um, uh, the Braves guy. I mean, that that, that yeah. seems odd I took, to me. I took you back. I, I mean, you that back. seems odd to me. I, I could have gone Ray Rice. Okay, yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> Just other people. I mean, plenty of options, I'm sure. So but. you didn't like him before the racism thing. Like, he was, he was a good pitcher. He was. He had a good run. Um, and you didn't like him. He wasn't on my team. I don't care. Okay. He was good. I'll admit he was good. You know, but I don't like anyone that's not on my team a lot of the times. Pulled that one out of thin air. Never expected John Rucker. Uh, my number two is preseason schedule. Oh, yeah. 
So again, two words that you Something don't want to hear. Just, that just makes me feel like, eh. I know it's a necessary evil to have a preseason, yeah. but whenever the schedule is released, I don't think any fans are excited about it because yes, it's yes. just the chance for your players to get hurt. Yeah. That's all it is. <laughs> like there might, might be good practice for the coach, but you know your, your number one squad is never going to play, and so it, it's just they maybe get a rep or two. Maybe, but like it's like foreplay without the climax. <laughs> you're, you're getting you're getting blue balls, which is another two poo two bad words. No one wants to say those either. Yeah, good one. I like preseason schedule. That's yeah, bad. Uh, my number one is must win. So those are the worst two words in sports: is must win because, especially in the playoffs, when this is used a lot as a must win. Every game is a must win. There is no one game above the other one that's not a must win. You're going to try 100% to win every single game, especially in the playoffs. So it doesn't make any sense to use that to describe a game as a must win. It's also possibly one of the most overused phrases. Because yes. like you said, they'll use it in like game two. Yes. Like, oh, the Warriors took game one. Game two right. is a must win. Like, it's not. It's not. Or pivotal. Yeah, pivotal and must win are used kind game, of hand in hand. Game seven is must win. Or yeah, any every, elimination every game, game. Every game's a must win. Not game two. <laughs> you know, it's got to be a must win. You're not going to win it. Not, you not just try, you just not throw the guys out there and lose and still win the series because you know you're that much better than them. You're I not getting a lottery pick out of it. It's, it's a must win if you're in the playoffs. Oh, dear. Uh, my, my number one uh, worst two words in sports is game over. I would put last call because I like my beer, but game over. Uh, for some people that might be uh, like, oh, thank God it's over because we won. Uh, but most of the people like, thank God, like they're not thank God because we lost. Uh, and then for the fan, like, hey, that's the end of your fun. You right. know? And maybe there's some celebration that ensues sometimes, but I think for the most part, we put this list together because we enjoy the sport. It's true. And so a lot of times when we're having fun, we don't want the fun to come to an end. So there's a couple different meanings why I chose game over. That's and in video is. games, it's really bad too, but we're not talking about that. We're talking about sports. <laughs> SUG, Although esports is on the come up, you know. Yes, I mean, it's more popular than soccer right now. It's pretty popular. I wouldn't go that far. 